Welcome to the Secrets of Supermom show, where we explore how successful, busy moms battle overwhelm, beat burnout, and stay happy in the process. I'm your host, Lori Oberbreckling, wife, mom of four, corporate executive, photographer, and author of the book, Secrets of Supermom, how extraordinary moms succeed at work and home, and how you can too. Hey, hey, friend, welcome to episode number 17 of the Secrets of Supermom show. Before we get started today, I must tell you that the doors are officially open for my new program, The Supermom System. Do you wish work and life felt balanced and aligned instead of constantly battling time and mom guilt? Do you feel like you're the only one struggling and all these other moms totally have it together? Spoiler alert, they do not. Uh, Do you wish that you were a little less overwhelmed and a little more organized? Do you have a hard time saying no and setting solid boundaries? Do you feel stressed, exhausted more often than motivated and energized? If you felt yourself nodding along to any one of those, or maybe all of them, then the Supermom system might be just what you need. Uh, It might be just what you didn't even know you were looking for. So get all the details at secretsofsupermom.com forward slash enroll or the link in the show notes. And I hope to see you inside. All right, y'all. Today, we are diving into the final chapter of the book, If you have been listening along from the beginning, you know that we are wrapping up part three of the book, which is the secret skills that super moms use to succeed. This final sort of tongue in cheek chapter focuses on marketing. Yes, I said marketing. Now, this is not like, let me teach you how to post on social media or sell vacuums door to door marketing. We're talking about how to convince someone of something, namely your children. How do you market to your children to make everything easier? Stay tuned and you'll find out. This week, based on chapter 16 from the book Secrets of Supermom, Supermoms Can Sell Anything, The Secret of Marketing. So why marketing? I have often and, and frequently said to my friends, I can sell anything to my kids. How do I convince them that they want to clean their room or they want to go to dinner as a family or they want to wear matching Halloween costumes? Marketing. Now, my kids are still 11 and under, so they may start to learn some of my tricks as they continue into adolescence, to be fair. Uh, And then sometimes I actually think that they're already learning my tricks and they're using them back on me. Uh, They're smart little buggers. So um, so I I do think that this, you know, tends to work better when the kids are younger, but it still works uh, for adults in in marketing for real. So I think that these are some really good tips and some really kind of fun tips that you can use with your kiddos. So at work and at home, we often want or need someone to do something, right? We've got to convince people to do things, whether that's our team, whether that's our kiddos, whether that's our spouse, we could force them, we could beg, we could make demands, but does that really work? Do those things really work? Maybe in the short term, but certainly not in the long term. So how can we convince someone to do something without manipulation, but without that kind of aggression either? The steps we're going to talk about today allow for open communication and also ensure that you get what you need uh, while your kids get what they need to. So step one is listen and learn. Listen and learn. The number one quality of any good salesperson, any good marketer, any good parent is listening. You have to listen to know what they want, to know what they need, to know what they fear, to know who they want to be. 
And I'm not talking about mom listening. So I know, come back to me if you're multitasking right now, because I am not talking about multi mom listening where you're saying, mm-hmm, 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 and words are just kind of going in one ear and out the other. You're working on 14 different tasks. That not that that kind of listening. I mean, truly, actually, genuinely listening. When we listen to our kids, they feel important. When, when we listen to our friends, they feel important. When we listen to our family, they feel important. So just like adults, our kids want to be heard. They want to be understood. And when you listen and know what they want, it is easier to communicate with them. And it's easier to convince them of whatever it is we need to convince them of when we need to convince them of something, right? We're going to have to convince them to do things they don't want to do, like clean their room and take a shower. So it is important that we're listening and learning so that we can use some of that to our advantage. So in the book, I talk about uh, something that I was trying to convince uh, many years ago, which was doing matching Halloween costumes when Kinley was four. So she really wanted to be a princess. And then when we talked about it, what she really wanted was a big poofy dress and high heels and beautiful hair. Well, my idea for Alice in Wonderland had all of those things. She could have a big blue poofy dress and cute little black high heels and beautiful hair. And so when I convinced her by focusing on those things, it was an easy sell. I wasn't lying to her. I wasn't manipulating her. Instead, I was just able to focus on the things I knew were important to her so that I was happy and she was happy. Think about how you could use that with your kiddos. You know, think about how you do use that with your kiddos, right? Maybe you want to go out to dinner and you know they love getting dessert. And so you focus on dessert instead of the fact that, you know, you're going to like the fish factory and they don't really love fish. So you focus on the things that you know that they'll love to make them happier with whatever it is that you're going to do. Because you could fight, but why if you don't have to? Uh, step two is to tell a good story. So I love the book, Building a Story Brand. It's by Donald Miller. And he is, the, the point of the book is to share how you can clarify your message and take your customer through a journey, a hero's journey to market your company. But guess what? This type of marketing works for kids too. Think of someone that you love talking with. They probably tell good stories. Think of someone your kids love to come over. They probably tell good stories. So by creating this story with your kiddo and ideally with your kiddo as the hero, you can more easily take them on this journey that you want. Make things fun. Make monotonous errands, adventures. Uh, and, and really telling that good story can help take them along on that journey with you. All right, step three is handling objections. Anticipate why your kiddo might not want to do whatever it is you want him or her to do. Think about it in advance. Before you just give an instruction, think about what might that be annoying? Why might that be annoying to them? What may they not want to do? homework, taking a bath, getting a job, all of these things your kid may not find enticing. So if you can think about their true objections, you can be more convincing. And when you're having these conversations, you've already prepared to talk about it. So we'll talk about a little kid in this case, right? You need your kid to take a bath. All right. Of course, he does not want to take a bath. You could fight and yell. You could turn it into a battle of wills. You could endure screaming and crying. Maybe it's his, maybe it's yours. Who knows? You could end the night exhausted and defeated, albeit maybe with a clean kid. Or you could listen and you could handle his objections. Maybe he hates the bath because he hates putting his face underwater. You could use the faucet to wash and shampoo his hair and his face never has to go underwater. Maybe he hates a bath because he has to stop playing with his monster trucks and monster trucks are just the best. 
You could choose bath time monster trucks that maybe only come out when it's bath time. Maybe he hates the bath because it just takes too long. You could set a timer, make it a race, make it a game. So none of these things make bath time really that different. They don't make it harder on you. They don't really make it a bigger hassle. And if you use the timer, honestly, it might even make it faster. It's all about the messaging. It's all about handling those objections. And if you don't have to fight, man, I say that's a win. All right, step number four, focus on benefits. Kids want things to be awesome, don't we all? Show them why it's awesome. Focus on the things they want. Maybe they get a sucker at the doctor's office. Focus on that instead of the shot. Maybe they get a lunch with the principal for perfect attendance. Focus on that if they're really excited about it instead of why they don't want to go to school today. Maybe they have a, uh, maybe they're getting prepped for a race and they have been practicing a lot and now they have a faster race time. So even when they really don't want to get up and go to practice, you focus on the fact that they are beating their time. They're faster, they're better, they're stronger. All right, step number five is be persuasive. So persuasive can come in a whole lot of different forms. So here's a few to think about from the book. Appeal to authority. So this means talking or showing them research or an authority figure to justify the idea. So saying, well, you know, the president of the company is doing this, wouldn't that be a great idea for you to do? Appeal to reason. This one is facts, logic, numbers, rational information. So maybe not so helpful for the little ones, but if you're having a talk with an adolescent, this might be really helpful, might be really useful. They might really understand numbers and logic and want that data. Appeal to emotion. Show them how they're going to feel in a certain situation. We talked about the better race time for practicing, but maybe they've been practicing and they feel stronger or they don't feel as tired after practice. Focus on how they're going to feel and that, that feeling that's changing in them because they're practicing, uh, even when they don't want to go. Appeal to trust. If you are consistent and honest and they can trust you, then that is helping them, helping you appeal to the trust that they have in you. Appeal to belonging. Show them how they're going to be part of a group, a community, a team. Now, I like to call this positive peer pressure. We've got to be careful with that, right? You want positive peer pressure. It's cool if, you're, if you want your kids to follow in the footsteps of the straight-A student who maybe works really hard, but it might not be so cool for you to have them follow in the footsteps of the kid that skips class every other week. So making sure to use positive peer pressure only. And then appealing to repetition. Sometimes we've just got to hear something over and over and over again to really be persuaded. So repeat your message. If it's something really important to you, keep saying it, keep saying it, keep saying it. All right, finally, step six, be honest. So this episode, as you can tell, is meant to be a little bit silly. It, it certainly are, uses things that I use and that I have fun with um, to, to get my kids to do things so I don't have to have fights because I sure don't want to fight. But it is not about being manipulative. So nowhere in here is the marketing message to lie to your kids. Be honest always. Um, you know, even if you're trying to persuade them and you're trying to focus on things that you know will be important to them, you're never going to lie. Okay, one small step. We are at the end of our episode. Every week we share one small step that you can take to get started today. So today, as we wrap up the final chapter of Secrets of Supermom, your one small step is go order the book, y'all. If you have not purchased Secrets of Supermom, check out the show notes. The link is there. Or you can go right to Amazon. You search Secrets of Supermom and it will come right up. And that's going to take you less than five minutes for sure. And then that book will be on its way to you. And you can use all of the secrets that we've been talking about here on the podcast. All right. Next week, now that we've wrapped up the final chapter of the book, y'all get excited. 
we are getting started with interviews. You heard it. We are getting started with interviews. We're bringing moms on. The super moms that I promised in the very first episode, they are coming and they are coming in full force. I have so many scheduled. I am unbelievably excited to meet with these super moms. You guys are going to be blown away. So we're starting with a special guest on self-care and it is hundred percent is not what you think it is. So you have to listen. You're going to love it. And then finally, one more thing, make sure to head over to the link in the show notes, or again, go to secretsofsupermom.com forward slash enroll and look at all the details about the Supermom system, because you know what? I sure would love to have you. All right. Have a great week, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Supermom show. It doesn't have to end here. Head over to secretsofsupermom.com and take the quiz to find out your personalized Supermom superpower. Or if you want to hang out in the next best thing to real life, join me at Secrets of Supermom on Facebook or Instagram. Big hug, y'all.